with me Shazzy D here on Triple H 100.1 FM and I have some very special guests joining me in the studio Tyree Barnett, Tracina Williams, founders of Southern Soul. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It is so so good having you in the studio Tyree of course. I've had you in the studio before. Yes. Welcome back. Thank you. And now you have your lovely wife, Tracina, here. Yes, I'm finally here after I've had the baby. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Woo. All right. So, Southern Soul, tell us what it's all about. Okay, I guess I'll start. Uh, it was a bit of my brainchild. Uh, we came to Sydney in 2012. Uh, I work as a clinical trials manager. Uh, I came here with my job and brought my new husband along with me, whether he liked it or not, (laughs) sometimes. Um, And as we were here, we loved it and we desired to bring our family here too. Uh, So after I had my child in 2017, I brought my family here in 2018, my mother and father. And at that point, Honestly, our family was going through a bit of turmoil back in the U.S. where our matriarch in our family, my great-grandmother, Inez Johnson, had died. And she was known for kind of cooking for our family and being that, you know, this bigger-than-life character who we would go in and lean on for support and things like that. So when we actually went back in December 2017 for her funeral and just the aftermath and Christmas, um, I was experimenting with vegan food. And I said, you know what, let's make some family dishes and let's make them vegan and let's see what people say. And they're going to be dishes that my grandmother made and that our family loved. We made cornbread. We made potato salad. We made collard greens, like all these traditional southern dishes, and just put them out there, and they were vegan. And everyone loved them. And we said, wow, we could, we honestly couldn't believe it in some ways. And this is a family of traditional meat eaters. Everyone eats meat. <laughs> everyone eats Mostly pork and seafood. Yeah, we're being from North Carolina. Yeah, definitely pork, a lot of seafood. North Carolina is, I think, we have more pigs than humans Mm -hmm. in North Carolina. It's really big pig farming. Yes, I I think outside of China, North Carolina is the biggest pork producing entity. And even in China, owns like a lot of farms Mm. in North Carolina now. Yes, interesting. So that's what we're known for in in many ways. but anyway, so we came back here. My mom was here and I was still on maternity leave and starting to think about going back to work. And I said, you know what, let's just try. Let's just try to put our food out there. And it was a way for us to, um, I think, to bring something authentic to Sydney because yes. amongst like African-American uh, people in Sydney, we always would go to like all of the American restaurants <laughs> and go, is this real? Like, we would kind of talk amongst ourselves. Okay, is this... Or even simpler than that, where's the salt? Yeah. Where's the seasoning? Where's the seasoning? And so, we said, okay, this is, you know, authentic 
to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, from my mom, my mom was very close to my great grandmother. I was very close to my great grandmother. And it was a way for us to like remember her and like bring our family history to Australia. So we literally started out at Roselle Markets. Mm-hmm. I think our first Sunday, he would probably tell you more than I because he's the numbers guy. Mm-hmm. Like, we might have made, like, $80. We or- made $160. <laughs> okay. Oh, so double the amount. Right. You know, it was... And look, we probably spent, like... <laughs> Many times over there. <laughs> Many times mm. over there to there. be there. Mm. But we actually wanted to, you know, share, um, you know, ourselves with people. And it was actually, we even though we made no money, we actually felt really good about it because we were able to talk about, like, our family, um, our cultural history as African Americans. And also um, just, you know, just feel as if we were doing something um, that, I guess harken back to what we knew so we were like this is authentic collard greens these are authentic baked beans from the u.s these are this is authentic uh mac and cheese but vegan Mm -hmm. and and that was like i said harkening back to the the, at that point i was really like feeling as if we needed to look more at plant-based foods for health for the environment and, you know, just really for, I guess, our overall well-being. Exactly. Yes, because you, your, your whole idea is vegan soul yeah. food. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And so what I found really interesting was because soul food, I think you always mention, or one thing that always comes to mind when people talk about soul food is, you know, meat and, mm. you know, ribs or, you know, chicken or, you know, that kind of thing. So why vegan? Why, why make it vegan? Well, it's interesting. The actual um, origin of soul food is, you know, from the enslaved uh, people from Africa who uh, were taken out of Africa into the American South and who basically had to make food out of the scraps they were given. So whether it be leafy greens or or the fatty pieces of hogs or et cetera. Um, And so a lot of it is actually uh, plant-based, like in its origin, because meat was pretty scarce back then. Meat was actually a delicacy, something you would have if, you know, the master deemed it a special occasion or as a reward or something. So a lot of meat was actually used to season vegetables, to season uh, root vegetables and and, and those sorts of ingredients. So we wanted to um, introduce people to the more vegan and vegetarian origin of soul food more than just the, the, the popular proteins, you know. Um, shameless plug, I wrote an article for SBS Voices um, on soul food. Uh, so if you search Tyree Barnett, SBS Voices, it should come up. And it, it goes into more about the origin of story of soul food and, and the story of, in some ways, of Southern soul. Yeah, and I, I think the big point is that the meat was the side. Yeah, versus being the main aspect of the dish. And it was used just for seasoning. Like, I... I I grew up in a very, very small town, uh, Beaufort, North Carolina. and Shout out to Beaufort. Shout out to Beaufort (laughs) with our like two or three thousand people in peak season. (laughs) You know, like our two stoplights when I was there. Oh my gosh. So a super small town. And I can, you know, when people talk about sustainable living, I was like, literally our cousins used to drive around with, you know, the seafood on the back of the truck and say, 
you know, we have fish. Or, you know, our grandfather would go and, you know, have the watermelon or the collard greens or whatever. It was really a community garden in a way. That's um, sweet. So, yeah, it, as Tyree was saying, a lot of Southern food, especially soul food, is very vegetarian um, like and then uh, many times very vegan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, other than like the seasoning of the food because we didn't have s- seasonings, and that's the tradition mm-hmm. that was passed down to us. And so I think when we now have like garlic powder, onion powder, and all these different so like, things spices, that we, so many spices things and things that yeah. we can put in yeah. to create that meat like yeah. flavor, yeah. Oh, meat, like you know, we actually don't lose anything. Because we were so used to like creating something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so speaking of the types of foods um, that uh, you guys have available. So mac and cheese. The mac and cheese is by far the most popular dish. It's it's obviously vegan. Um, uh, we do a gluten-free version. We do a traditional version. We've even done a seafood version with corn jack noodle prawn. Okay. Um, I'll let, I'll let <laughs> the, the chef extraordinaire tell <laughs> you about the other uh, dishes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We have like, yeah, a little prawn, prawny mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've had people go like, you're messing with me. Mm. This is not vegan. Mm. Like, Stop. Mm. And, you know, and then we have so many other dishes like the cornbread. I think people from the U.S., Mm. especially from the southern U.S., always react because they're like, I never thought I was going to ever have cornbread again here. So that's like kind of, I feel like a home dish Mm. that people have. One lady Um, teared up after having it. She was from Texas. Oh, bless. Yeah, I think it was in... Maybe either Shell Harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. South Coast. Yeah. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And she had yeah. come up and uh, had some and teared up. Yeah. yeah and like potato salad, baked mm-hmm. beans. Um, we don't have collards here. Uh, yeah. See that. Yeah. That's. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. you got to kind of we make have it different. work. We, we have different greens yes, here. <laughs> you do. And, and look, they're similar. And mm. but you can get that flavor mm-hmm. that, you know, you want to have. And there's so many more dishes actually we want to share with people. Yeah. But because at the moment we've still been in this kind of, you know, we're sharing via market stall. Mm. And because certain items like our mac and cheese is so popular we have to scale back sometimes Mm. in what we can offer Mm. to the public Mm. but you know like in the south you can't go through breakfast without having a sausage biscuit we have a vegan sausage biscuit that is amazing like our family is like really good this is it (laughs) you know but in you know and this is a a point we deal with a lot is that Sometimes when we're trying to translate our traditional foods, because mm. we do have traditional foods, mm. to Australia, like mm. here, there's no equivalent mm. of a breakfast biscuit. Mm. You might have a sausage roll. Yes. So you have to like say, how that, is this going to translate? That's such it's, a good point. Yeah. And for our, I feel like for America, people go, oh, it's the same. But there's so many things that are not the same. Mm-hmm. We definitely have our differences. And that's something we talk about a lot. Like, how are we going to make this? Um, not even because we know if people taste it, they'll love it. Mm. Like people never had grits. Grits is a huge, you know, <laughs> Southern American dish. Mm. When people have it here, they love it. Mm-hmm. But some people just won't try it because mm. there's no equivalent. Yeah, you can't to just it. be like, oh, it's just that. 
exactly i love the point you brought up about biscuits though because yes that is that (laughs) is actually that is such a thing because (laughs) like biscuit (laughs) in your sense is like more of like like a bun kind of like a roll kind of thing whereas biscuit the first thing that comes to my head is like cookie or you know like completely different (laughs) completely different whereas yeah yeah, and the closest thing people say is a scone yes it's not a scone Mm. like when we say scone Mm. in Mm -hmm. the u.s it doesn't mean scone here yeah yeah it's literally like a scone is like a sweet like pretty thing mm-hmm. and only has like blueberries or some sort of fruit in mm-hmm. it but for you it could be a plain yeah biscuit yes it, <laughs> what you call biscuit but we're called yeah yeah right. and Which then you we put would cream. never serve as that way oh, like okay. you know put it's, whipped cream on it put no some- absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> he will tell you like we go get pancakes and things mm-hmm. here and they're like oh we're gonna put ice cream on it i'm like oh my god who puts ice cream what? on a pancake what? Guys, it's yeah, like- yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's pancake 101 <laughs> it cannot happen it has to have butter waffles uh, uh, wait waffles and chicken yep yes is so, a thing yes, in the US chicken and yep. waffles to me I was like yes question mark because everything has to be like sweet and in the US a big thing especially in the south it has to be sweet and savory we have to have both yeah. Wow. If it's not salty <laughs> and buttery and sweet, we yeah. don't want any oh, part of it. Exactly. Keep that. Hence the ice. <laughs> hence exactly. the question mark over the ice cream. Like the why? Ice cream cannot be on the pancake. It's sweet on sweet. It's a, okay. it's a double negative. You got to yes. yeah. yeah. Shock. <laughs> Just quickly. Uh, yeah. So, if getting back to the waffles, we yeah. actually do a version of chicken and waffles. Yeah. Okay. We use jackfruit and we we uh, cook it up. We freeze it in like kind of. Uh, finger-like shapes mm. and we deep fry it and mm-hmm. that makes the uh, chicken uh, mm. with other spices and things mm-hmm. we also take jackfruit and cook it kind of twice over and we can make a boneless rib mm-hmm. um that's seasoned either caribbean jerk style mm-hmm. or traditional barbecue style we do uh jambalaya which is um a version of it's kind of like paella but uh-huh. uh yep. from the southern u.s so rice base with lots of vegetables uh vegetable stock uh seasonings including cajun seasonings etc um Tristina mentioned the biscuits um <laughs> yes biscuits. <The> biscuits are <laughs> <not> biscuits. yes <laughs> we've also done recently done a vegan jo- uh sorry lasagna, lasagna. which okay. was outstanding it is yeah. veggies in it yeah mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people here will think oh lasagna from the southern u.s people in the south love our fake lasagna it's not look it's not italian lasagna it's no. like full of cheese and mm. we do like baked I love spaghetti cheese. and things like that you know we'd have our like fried fish and baked spaghetti mm. or you know and things like that so mm-hmm. it it was it's part of our culture but not in the same way yeah. i guess as traditionally in italian culture so i never say look this is an italian lasagna mm. i'm like this is a southern style mm-hmm. <laughs> lasagna and we premiered that um this month at the vegan market mm-hmm. and people just loved it mm-hmm. uh you know it's it is cheesy without mm-hmm. the cheese <laughs> cheesy without the cheese yes, yes. And, you know, like you said, heavy on the veggies and, mm. like, just really delicious. And we were really proud of it. Yeah. And that's our biggest thing. I, I, You know, especially for me, I always say, I'm not going to put anything out that doesn't taste good mm. to vegan, non-vegan, anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think also for us, because we know what things taste 
tasted like we want to ensure that that taste is authentic mm. so we're never saying oh it's good enough we're we literally have things where he tastes it and he's like it's good i mean so many times we have this argument he's like yep. it's good let's put it out and i'm like yep. no it's not right okay. like so it many times be. because it has to be perfect it mm. has to be what we remember it to be mm. and the flavors that you know our family put into it mm-hmm. uh before we put it out mm-hmm which ties into my next question. <laughs> what do you love the most about having Southern Soul? The business itself. Mm. <laughs> um, aside from getting to, I guess, eat the experimental food, <laughs> um, it's really cool to share like authentic African-American culture, mm. um, our food culture with people, because um, I feel like African-American culture really precedes us is probably arguably the most commercially successful culture on the globe in my opinion but it's great to give people the full picture of this is our food it's not just fatty you know proteins it's not all unhealthy or all bad for you it's not going to give you instant (laughs) diabetes or instant (laughs) heart attack or seizure you know um it does have an origin and and a reason and tradition attached to it so for me that's my favorite part just going through that sort of introduction or, or reintroduction with people mm-hmm. yeah i would say the same is it's kind of being able to share part of us our history um combat stereotypes that mm. have been placed on soul food that have not been placed on southern food like how many people in sydney will go and eat southern american food every weekend and not think about calories or even italian food or french food yeah, and yet rich fruit people, those well, yeah. mm-hmm. stereotypes can sometimes be be placed on soul food. Like this is unhealthy. This is gonna like make you sick. Um, we we always try to say, you know, this is in, in some cases is a celebration food. Look, you're not eating mac and cheese every day. You're not mm-hmm. eating. You could, but you, you should. <laughs> but you shouldn't. <laughs> the same way you're not but eating really creme brulee every day. Mm-hmm. You're not eating fried chicken every day, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen in the South at either. Mm-hmm. You know, no one is doing that. All the time. No, absolutely not. And I mean, it's the same way across so many cultures. Um, but I, I really feel that we want to share uh, a part of ourselves, a part of our history, um, and also just feel as if we are um, being integrated into our community here because we really see ourselves now as being Australians. Our kids are born here. Our family is now here. We yeah. want to bring authentic African-American culture here. Um, yeah, and this is a way to do it. Yeah. One more quick thing I really enjoy that I just thought of is talking to people from other cultures around like food similarities, you know, talking to someone from mm-hmm. uh, one of the Slavic countries about like how their cornbread is different to our cornbread mm-hmm. or talking to someone from Brazil about how their cornbread is very similar to our cornbread mm-hmm. or talking to someone, um, we you know, people about from our, the Philippines. Yeah. Talk mm-hmm. about they have something that's similar to grits called a la ing. Yeah. I think it is. Oh, and they yeah. were like, oh, this is like I, what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. So that's some really cool as well, that cultural mm-hmm. um, transition or, or yeah. conversation. Yeah. And also, I guess, learning in a sense. See, like, I didn't know there was a similar yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know, like and, grits and it, elsewhere. It, it kind mm-hmm. of brings you to the definition of, I guess, soul food. What mm-hmm. does soul food mean to you, right? So soul food, I think to us as African-Americans means, you know, we're taking what we have. We're, you know, 
putting all our heart and soul into it. We're seasoning it. We're spicing it until the ancestors say stop, as they say, <laughs> you know. But people are doing it all over the world. And you're coming together and experiencing it together um, in Sydney. Right like, here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You can get it. Yeah. There oh. you go. And my final question for you both today <laughs> is what would you say to someone who may be, you know, solid meat eater? Like I am carnivore billion times, like I will eat all the meat on a whole cow to, you know, thinking about, you know, trying a vegan meal or, or something that's fully plant based. What would you say? I think I can start because I always think that's funny because people eat vegan meals all the time, right? You know, mm -hmm. even when you have your ramen noodles with your random broccoli, that's <laughs> vegan. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like whatever you put together and then people say, I never had a vegan meal. Yes, you have. Um, but I, I really feel from our perspective, we always, when we make our meals and we are trying to test, taste test things, we always serve it to vegans and non-vegans because we're like, we want this to be good. We don't want this, you know, look, sometimes we all need to eat the rabbit food. <laughs> we all need to have like the lettuce and the, you know, tomatoes and all of that. But we want to have the flavors there that everyone can enjoy. Mm -hmm. And we really feel there's so many things, our food, but so many other places included across Sydney that have really delicious food that is vegan that you can try and enjoy. And even if you're not being eating plant-based or vegan every day of the week, even if you do it one day of the week, two days a week, four days a week, and you were eating previously every day of the week eating meat you are contributing to you know decreasing the climate change you're you know really adding to the positivity in the earth in terms of you know respecting all species in terms of you know even migrancy you know in terms of yeah you know our earth heating you are really adding to positivity here and i i get, think that's our biggest thing we 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 definitely love our vegan and 100 plant-based people and they support us and we love that but we also respect and want to engage people who are look i'm not sure i can be 100 vegan but maybe two or three days a week i can think about it and do it if you know i have foods that are accessible and tastes good for me and are and are also you know cost sensitive as well because that's another sometimes issue with plant-based foods mm. yeah yeah i think a lady at a market put it really well to me in that she said look you could have a really like poorly seasoned steak or yeah. chicken yeah and it tastes like sandpaper Yes. She's like, what I like about your food is that it's seasoned well. Yeah. And so really having meat or not having meat on a plate doesn't matter if it's not seasoned or cooked properly or cooked well. And so as long as everything on the plate is cooked well, it doesn't matter if it's got uh, flesh or, you know, plant-based. And so that's what I would tell people is that our food is good no matter what your dietary preferences are. Um, and that if you have it, when you have it, you're really not going to miss the meat. You know, it's it's it, you're going to be so enthused about what you just had. You're not going to think twice about what well, there was no meat on the plate. 
Oh, thanks so much, both of you, for coming and sharing about your soul food with a vegan twist, of course. <laughs> and if you want to find out more about Southern Soul and that they're at vegan markets, um, you need to head on over to their socials, Facebook and Instagram. It is Southern Soul Sydney. Head on over, okay? Thanks so much, both of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. You can see us every third Sunday at the Sydney Vegan Market at the Entertainment Quarter at Moore Park. We're normally always there. So normally see you always next there. Month. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>